Welcome to Average Joe's Podcast. This is Mike, and I'm here with Tim. How's it going, everybody? Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Very, very fun weekend of football. Very excited to talk about it. I don't know what else to talk about. That's, I mean, what else? Let's just you, talk about football. Well, what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> I don't right? know. I went, went to Nashville. It was fun. Nice. There was no Titans game, which is really weird. But yeah. at all the weeks I go down there, there's not a freaking bye week. Because yeah. I would have taken out of in the game. Oh, for sure. For sure. Henry's first game. It would have been exhilarating. <laughs> and we would have totally probably won. I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with that. Man. Yeah, you can't yeah. argue with me because they didn't lose. That's so true. We, did, we just roll with it. So, yeah, it was a very interesting week of uh, – Football, because there was a lot of upsets, upsets. a lot of weird, weird games that we're going to dive into. So let's let's start from the beginning. Let's start with Thursday night football, Commanders versus Bears. Commanders end up squeaking out 12 to 7 over the Bears. Another great Thursday night game. (laughs) I mean, that would have been, would that have been a third week in a row they didn't score a touchdown Thursday night? No, they got one the Two weeks ago. It was just the Indy Denver game. Oh, okay. So that in the second game in a row, like, but there's only one touchdown scored. Like, right. I mean, it was, right. it was, that was, I guess, no, maybe two. Yeah. It was rough. Either way, it, it was, was bad. It was very bad. But yeah, Carson Wentz, I feel like he did not deserve to win that game. No. Uh, Justin Fields and the Bears were driving down there and they had two shots at the end zone. And Mooney caught that ball right there, like on like the half yard line as time expired. That was, that was hard yeah. to watch. If he caught it clean, it would have been a touchdown. It would have been because he bobbled it. Yep. He, it was just hard to watch. I was really rude. I picked the commanders to win, so like part of me, is, yeah, I, I'm involved in too many things. I miss the old days where I could just, you know what, I want to win fantasy football, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I do is root for my players. And now it's like, well, I want you to do well, but you need to lose this game. And I right. want you to do well, and you need to do bad, but I want you to win this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm all turned around emotionally. Yeah, I mean, when you're rooting for Carson Wentz, that's <sighs> it's a cold day somewhere. That's for sure. Right. But Fields actually, so he put a, together a. Justin Fields-esque stat line, 14 for 24, 27, excuse me, 190 yards and a touchdown interception, but he had 12 carries for 88 yards. He was the Chicago offense. Yes, and he ran really well. He ran smart. Like, I I feel like it's starting to click a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think at this point, I mean, especially at the record at what, like now two and four, obviously I assume they're out of it. The Vikings are kind of running away with the division. Um but at the same time, like Fields is looking, at least his stat lines look normal again, or for the first time, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, he – it's just what we talk about every week with Chicago, where his lack of weapons is just, you know, he, he has to overcome a lot. And it's not like he's playing bad. No. It's just – he doesn't have help. That throw to Pettis, too. Yeah. Did you see that? He uncorked yeah. it. It was like 50 yards. looked like it was just a toss, and he threw it 50 yards in the end zone. That was the touchdown. And yeah. it was a, I mean, it was a heck of a catch. But, oh, I mean, yeah. to put the ball in that position for him to catch it, the announcer yeah. said that's why – not only that's why you did you draft Justin Fields, but that's why you stick with him. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he's still learning to read defenses. It's going to be some growing pains, but, like, not a lot of quarterbacks can do that. No. And they had, like, their defense held up. Mm-hmm. Giving up twelve points, you should win that game. Yep. Um, it's just you know they couldn't score, and Khalil Herbert had another good game. Mm-hmm. He was aver- did. averaging over ten yards carry. Uh, it's just you know Chicago's offense just isn't that good. Yeah, it's bad, and, and, and it will be. I mean, they got some picks for the Khalil Mack trade. I don't know. I don't know how many picks yeah. they have left. I, di- I didn't. I don't remember the breakdown for that, but. I know the Chargers gave up an arm and leg to get him. So I think next year, I mean, I think next year you're going to see a very big improvement when because he's going to get some weapons, the free agents. I, I think with Rodgers, I'm hoping it's his last year because then I think the Vikings take over that division with the Lions. Yeah. And the Bears get a weapon or two all of a sudden. Now you have a competitive, you have a three-way competitive division. One thing I almost forgot about, did you see the block that Carson Wentz threw on Roquan Smith? No. <laughs> it was – they were about to score, and I forget who the commander's running back is. Robinson. Robinson. Yep. I think it was his run, but he bounced it outside. Like, Wentz handed it off to go to the left, and then he bounced it the other way, mm-hmm. and Wentz comes around and lowers his shoulder into Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith falls, and Wentz, it looked like a fly hit him. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and then after that point, Wentz is probably like, "Oh God, I'm gonna die!" Like <laughs> yeah. you got, have you seen those punters and kickers that do those like yeah. blindside blocks? Yeah, and then they fear for their life for the next two quarters. Right, it's a dangerous game to play as a quarterback. Yeah. Luckily, they don't play each other again this year. 
Yeah, otherwise, somehow they end up in the playoffs against yeah, each I, other. I don't know. That, that would be a that'd be an awful NFC playoff if that happened. Right. <laughs> Jeez, right. so Pete's. But it was hilarious. That is awesome. I, I love those big hits and the players that, you know, like the kickers and punters always make me laugh mm-hmm. because, like, you're like, oh, God, now they're going to kill you. Like, next time down right. the field, you're going to get blindsided and it's going right. to be real bad. Right. Especially a guy like Roquan Smith. Like, he's, yes. he's not letting that go. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. I'd be headhunting. I uh, mean, you don't know where Carson Wentz is going to be next year, so you just tap all the games in the calendar see where mm-hmm. he ends up. But, I mean, <laughs> you're going you're to get him back. He'll be in the league somewhere, Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But, For sure. Yeah, that was that was an ugly win by the Commanders, but I mean they're they're already lot with that division. They're already dead last. I mean there's, right. there's no crawling back. I mean that division is yeah crazy. We'll, we'll get to that, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's it's. I, if you would have bet me a thousand dollars at the beginning, of the beginning of the year, they were all like they were all winning teams that are like five and one oh. or six and zero, oh, and then two yeah. five and one teams. I would have bet you that. Right. And I would have lost all my money. Right. So crazy. So the next one I have on tap is the Bengals and the Saints. Um, I got, I watched parts of this because I was, uh, we were traveling, but I did see a lot of the big plays. Uh, Joe Burrow shows up in a game worn Jamar Chase Jersey. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Not just like a Jamar Chase LSU, like bought Jersey, like a game worn LSU Jamar Chase Jersey. That was his entrance clothing. (laughs) Joe Burrow comes with the weirdest fits. He does. He really does. But they do say he has the most swagger in the team. So, I mean, he can come with a trash bag and somehow it would be. (laughs) I don't know, fest, fest is not the right word, but in style, there it is. Yeah. But Burrow looked great. I mean, he had 28, he was 28 for 37, 300 yards and three touchdowns, and he ran one in for like 30 yards too. Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing to me about this game, the Saints, you had Dalton starting, mm-hmm. and then their top three receivers were all out. Yep. And they almost won this game they did i mean they they were they led the entire time right we didn't we didn't all the time until the lead was when jamar chase had that amazing sideline circus catch when he ran down the right. head for a touchdown right like i don't know what's going on with the Bengals' running game because mixon had another bad bad game and they were down so burrow threw a lot mm-hmm. but you know like you were saying he had a great game jamar chase had a huge game uh tyler boyd had some big catches there it's just the Saints team, I, I don't know, like, they're hard to figure out. Yeah, they really are, but you don't have a quarterback. Right. Like, you, you Dalton's a backup. Even when Winston's in, you're still dealing with, you know, leftover scraps. It's not your right. quarterback of the future. You got Taysom Hill begging for a chance, but he's had chances, and he's played well sometimes, but he's not going to be your guy going the next five years. Right. That's, that's the problem. You have this amazing running back, Kamara. Like, it's almost like they're in a rebuild, but they don't want to admit it. Yeah, and they just like yeah, we'll just we're gonna keep drafting all this talent. It's like, well, you're never gonna get good. You need right. to trade Kamara, let Ingram run the ball, trade Michael Thomas, and then keep you have Alave, you keep Landry, and all of a sudden, at least you have a bunch of draft picks ready to go. You would trade Kamara and keep Ingram. Yeah, not but Ingram would be like long term. Like you let right. you just let it run through Ingram for this year, and you okay. trade Kamara for draft picks. Gotcha. Um, someone gotcha. will pay a pretty penny to get Dude, Alvin he Kamara. Looked good. On Sunday, but you're not going to win. You're not. No. You, no matter how bad you play, I mean, at this point, the Falcons are like in second place. Like you're not winning the division. I mean, the other option is, you know, you do what you can this year, but then do you go out and get like Jimmy Garoppolo or something in the off season? I would at least yeah. for a year because I mean. that offense with Kamara and Ingram, and then Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olave. That's a solid skill group. On paper, it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas just hasn't been healthy. Right. Landry is aging, and Kamara is probably at the – I would say you're about two years out from the end of your prime, so I think you'll miss a little time from him, but you'll get, the, you'll get a second-round pick probably, yeah. a third-round pick for him. I mean, you, you can load, I, load up. I mean, imagine if they had a good quarterback this year. Oh, they'd be contenders. Yeah. They just – I, I mean, mean – go Trade for him now then. Go, yeah. go get someone now. I, I, go, go get Rush. <laughs> <laughs> He's hot. Right. Yeah, I'll get Prescott. He's out, but he'll be back in a week. Do something. Yeah. But yeah, that was an ugly win. Ugly win, but a win. And now we are th- a t- two way tie or two way tie for first place technically. But then there's a tiebreaker that the Ravens right. have. But we'll play them again, and we will win. Yeah. We we'll use our white Tigers jerseys this time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Bengal tiger. Is that what? It That's exactly like? what a Bengal tiger sounds like. Uh-huh. And then my my sad pick. This is this should have been the other pick I should have had for this week because again I felt it in my jellies. You did. It didn't work. 
I have the Falcons versus the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I don't know, like the Falcons just have so many weapons. And look at that. They That little fun score between 20 and 30. Almost every week they score between 20 and 30 points. At the offense, it's like an ugly train you just can't stop. Like it's just going to keep scoring points even if it runs off the rails. Like it's it just – it's just gonna happen. Another one game, what? One game back for, for for first place? Yeah, they're what three and three. Yeah. So, I mean, Mariota had a great game. Yeah, he did. He, the stat line isn't going to wow you. I mean, he had 130 yards in the air, but he had a couple of big runs. Uh, he had a touchdown on the ground, a couple of touchdowns through the air, and they, uh, was it a pick six that they had, um, or a fumble that they recovered? Uh, Let's find out. Yeah. My handy-dandy magic thing that tells me what I want. Uh, I don't uh, – fumble recovery. Yep, yeah. in the end zone. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah, the 49ers running back fumbled it, and then the Falcons guy picked it up. And as he was diving for the end zone, the ball came out. And why you don't dive? Well, it worked out because he fumbled it into the end zone, and then another Falcon jumped on it, and it was yeah. a touchdown. But, okay. yeah, I mean, Garoppolo – was not good. No, he struggled. And the yeah, I just <laughs> you you did mention it in our picks that you're considering Atlanta. I like to cover my bases. Right. <laughs> and it's just this thing with Jimmy Garoppolo where he I think if you put him in a position because the 49ers were down early, he had to make plays and he's not that guy. Yep. I mean, he is an Alex Smith type guy that he's going to manage the game. Yep. And if he's thrown 30, 40 times, you're going to have problems. Yeah, you don't want that. No. But he's he, he can manage a game very well, and he can make throws. But when you're down mm-hmm. two scores, now you got a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so I actually agree with that. But I think the biggest stat line is that Mariota only missed one pass. That's true. 13 for 14. That's true. That's that. He's averaging 10 yards a pass, and they only dropped, they only dropped one. I mean, that's that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the the running game for the Ayuk. I mean, he threw Garoppolo threw to Ayuk eight times for eighty three yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he pretty much just leaned on him. He was yeah. the entire offense. Ayuk had a big game. Yeah, the rushing game was not there. They got down so early too, which didn't help. Yeah. So yeah, good job for the Falcons. But yeah, what a weird week or what a weird year, man. That the Falcons are in second place in the AF or in the right. NFC South, and Tom Brady does not look good. I mean, I think the thing I saw at the beginning of the year, the Falcons were projected to get four wins. Yeah. They already have three. They already have three, and they're they're they're. I mean, you gotta think that the NFC West is beating each other up, mm-hmm. so no one's running away with it. Like no, right. Seattle is the, probably the closest to running away with it. The Rams look terrible. Like mm-hmm. the NFC North, you have the Vikings, and everyone else is beating each other. Like there's there's yeah. a everyone still has a shot. And yeah. there's two and four teams, you're pushing it, but I mean, you're two wins away, and all of a sudden, well, like you were man. saying, that division, like Tampa Bay had a bad game. Like Real they bad. don't they don't look. Like, they're running away with it by any means. No. And by they, I mean Tom Brady. Right. Because he he looks like he's just dumping the ball off the Fournette constantly. Right. And I'm sure the stat line will even show that. He, I saw so many catches from Fournette. But, mm-hmm. I mean, good game for the Falcons. I, it's exciting to watch. Yeah. It's just a ragtag of, like, island of misfit toys. <laughs> I'll take him. Uh, Cordell Patterson, wide receiver, returner, cook, you know, uh, car washer. You come you come play for us. Oh, I'll be, a, I'll be the lead back. And if he wasn't out right now, he'd be, I think – one of the top three backs in the NFL oh, yeah. as far as stats-wise, yeah, which blows my mind. He's 30. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing they were talking about the week he got hurt was he just doesn't have the body built for, like, built to be a running back. No, he's a receiver. Yeah, but he's just so talented. Like, yeah. Debo and Jamar Chase can do that because they're just built more sturdy, I yeah. guess. But when he has the ball, it's – Fun to watch, and he'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah, and, and chasing them and doing it twice a game. I mean, right. they're asking him for twenty totes. Right, it's, it's twenty hits. That's a lot. The receivers don't take that. So, and the, the, so this game is this is just a weird one. So, uh, Browns at Patriots. What in the world? Patriots thirty-eight. Zappy. Browns fifteen. This literally, I saw a meme, and it was like uh, Zappy on the sideline talking to Mac Jones. And it was literally Tom Brady talking to Drew Bledsoe the year they benched Bledsoe after he got hurt. And I was like, that's – I mean, this is weird. He won his two first career starts. Yeah, and decisively. He's cheaper too. Yeah. And, I mean, Mac Jones played well last year. But, I mean, again, it's early. We're overreacting right. to this. But still, I mean, you, you expect a seventh round or fourth round, whatever he was, just to struggle. And he's just come in on his starts and been like – after he had some prep time with the uh, – First team, right? He's been playing really well. Well, and so 
last week when they beat Detroit, he didn't really do a whole lot on offense. Mm-mm. <laughs> against Cleveland, he had 300 yards in the air and two touchdowns. He only missed 10 passes. Yeah, I mean, 24 for 34. That was I – and I know the de- the defense for the uh, Patriots is – you know, Belichick is a defensive coach. Yeah. He just kind of happened to stumble upon Tom Brady on accident, drafting him in the seventh round or sixth round. So it's not like – it's not like he's known for his offensive de- like weapons and his mindset. Right. He's a defensive coach, which is why they've been relevant the last two years because you get a decent game-managing quarterback in there who can – run some offense, mm-hmm. and you smother them in defense. And that's why they're still relevant. And this is how you beat the Browns, is you get up on them, and then they have to throw it. Yeah. They can't just hand it to Chubb 25 times. 12 carries for Chubb. That's, yeah. That's got to be a season low. Right. And so it landed on Brissett, and he struggled. Yep. I mean, he's had moments this year, but he had some bad throws, bad pick. I think one was a tip, which, you know, yeah, those are what they are. They need to change that stat, but yeah, I think it was tipped. It shouldn't count as an interception yeah. against a quarterback. But yeah, that uh, they really struggle. But you're right about Brissett and Garoppolo. As soon as they get down, like you're, you're now. It's like you got to carry us. It's it's not working. Right. You got to keep that within, I mean, ten points and max. I I, I think is that that's that's your window. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brissett. It just goes to show you that well, Deshaun Watson. I don't know if he's coming back anyway. I mean, he had a 24th uh, civil lawsuit. 26. 26, sorry. Getting them all confused. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so she had like 20, I saw 24 hours to name, put her name into it, and they're going to sue him again. But, I mean, this is is getting a little ridiculous, honestly. It is. And, like, why why a team would give him a chance is just be – I mean, we talked about this a little bit. Like, obviously the talent is there, but Mm. I feel like you have to hit a point where it's like, this guy's just a bad dude. Yeah, right? exactly. Like the Browns would have been probably better off coming out and be like, "Yeah, we met with them," mm-hmm. but that's not what our franchise wants. And I think that would even rock the crowd even more than, "Yeah, let's go get this guy that right. does this." It's just I don't know. I think it's bad, especially for a quarterback. It's not some like second string receiver you can just exactly. cut and just move on from. He's like the face of your franchise for the next ten years. Exactly. Well, I don't. I don't like it. No, nope. I'm sure I won't like it even more when he starts winning games. Right. So. Oh, this one. Jets and Packers. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. I'm so happy watching this <laughs> Mike's a this big game. Jets fan over here. I apparently. am this week, apparently. So I did pick the Jets over the Packers, which I thought even even when I picked it was a fool's guess. Oh, I like, laughed at you. Yeah, you did. You mm-hmm. laughed. I think he even threw things at me. At one point, he spit. <laughs> but, yeah, they won 27-10. to 10. Now, granted, this is not – I mean, Zach Wilson, 10 for 18, 110 yards. Bryce Hall. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Bryce mm-hmm. Hall, Brees Hall, same thing. Mm-hmm. 20 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. That does not even tell the entire story. Nope. Because he, I mean, the receivers did well. Then you had, oh, what, Berrios come in. He got one carry for 20 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Michael Carter comes in, runs six times for 41 yards. I mean, you're averaging, what, seven yards a carry? Yep. I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like kudos to the Jets. How, wait, how'd they score? Hold on. I know it was a block punt. Yes. There was there was a lot that happened in this game. So you had the two rushing touchdowns. You had a field goal. And then you had a 20-yard block punt return for a touchdown. And you had your you had a the fourth quarter, they just ran away with it. They just mm-hmm. they, they got a rushing touchdown and then they got a field goal and that was it. Yeah. But yeah, Rogers, Roger, I mean Kudos to the Jets. The def, that defense. Uh, yeah. How many times have you seen that, that many first round picks work out? Oh, I know. I know. Sauce Gardner's legit. Sauce Gardner is amazing. Yes. And, you know, that's not biased at all. <laughs> not um, even a little bit. <laughs> but they were getting after Rodgers. He got sacked four times. Mm-hmm. Um, the running game wasn't there. I mean, the Jets shut down Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon didn't have a great game. And they're just – Rodgers doesn't have enough as far as receivers go to throw nah. the team to a victory. Um, so, I mean, the Jets defense was great. They've been great this season. And then their running game, like you said, it's just this formula that we've been seeing Mm -hmm. where it's this old school football where you have this solid defense and a running game that controls the clock. So you keep the other hall of fame quarterback off the field Yep, and you're going to win. And Zach Wilson is not turning the ball over, right? He's making throws when he needs to make throws. They're not putting pressure on him which is probably going to do great for his confidence when it comes time to actually start making some plays. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I said this. I don't mean to – I think I said it. Otherwise, I'm going to be making this up completely. <laughs> but I think I even said that 
uh, Aaron Rodgers would have a Dante Culpepper drop off once he got rid of Devontae Adams. You and, did say that. And I'm not saying he's terrible, but I mean, look at the difference. Mm-hmm. You don't have that guy like one on one coverage. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to toss that bad boy up there. Yeah. And he doesn't have it. He just, he yeah. doesn't have it. Yeah. I mean, people said the same thing about Stafford when Megatron retired. And he, like, he didn't have anybody in Nobody. Detroit after Megatron left. And now he's in LA with Cooper Cup. And obviously, last year was turned out phenomenally. Mm-hmm. And this year's been a struggle, but he's still. He has that outlet guy. Oh, yeah. The, you can just throw to it no matter right, what. Like, right. See what happens. Yeah, Rodgers doesn't have that right now. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, Lazard, like I said, Lazard is a second stringer anywhere else he goes. Mm-hmm. Tunyon is a good tight end. But, yeah, the, the, the Broncos, not the Broncos, geez, old Pete. The, <laughs> the Packers are really struggling. They're 3-3. Three and three. The Vikings are the Vikings 5-1 and one now. I mean, they are running away with this division. Yeah, they're yeah, five they and one. I mean, one. you're two Jeez. games up. I mean, yeah. all of a sudden you play the Vikings. They, they have it has to be coming soon. Mm-hmm. They get up one game. You the Vikings beat the Packers. Now you're up whatever you're up. You're up three games. You're actually up four games. Like that's going to be really bad because that's you have the tiebreaker. Yep. Um, I, I'm I am curious to see what happens. I I would have not bet that Kirk Cousin led Vikings would take over Aaron Rodgers, even though that all one. the struggles we talk about. It's like Tom Brady. He's struggling. struggling. It's still Tom Brady. Like right. he'll still win the division. Right. So I am I am curious to see what happens there. Me too. But yeah, kudos to the Jets and my amazing picking skills. All right, jumping down here to the Colts and Jags. I love this. I couldn't love this more. In my vast calculations of football, the Colts and Jags just keep beating each other up and the Titans (laughs) just sit back and relax because even though we're struggling – we're still probably going to take the division because they mm-hmm. they just can't win. No one can just win all the games. It's it, yeah. So we don't have a challenger, which is kind of fun. But uh, Colts 34, Jags 27, I'm talking too much. Go, Tim. Well, this was the weirdest thing because the Colts played the Broncos last week and did not score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And the Jaguars played the Texans, and I think the final in that game was 13-6. to six. So you go into this and you're like, well, there's not going to be any offense. <laughs> well, nope, there was no defense. Oh, boy. No defense. Yep. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence didn't have a great game, but Travis Etienne was phenomenal. Yes, he is. He is a fun guy to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing any highlights with him in it. It's just very fun. And then Matt Ryan is basically the story. He had a huge game. Yeah. Almost 400 yards passing and three touchdowns. He hit Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman had 13 catches, 134 yards. Uh, Jackson, what's this guy's name? First name? Uh, Dion. Yeah, I think it's Dion. Dion Jackson, who is a running back apparently, had <laughs> 10 catches for 79 yards. And then, you know, Paris Campbell and Alec Pierce had big games. Alec Pierce had the game winning touchdown. Go UC, go Bearcats. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was this offense for the Colts, and they were still without Jonathan Taylor, um, where they just kind of took it to the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. And. The Jaguars didn't have an answer for it. Well, yeah, they traded blows with them. And, yeah, the Jonathan Taylor, I mean, truthfully, he's been struggling all year anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird idea. I mean, it's it's. I feel almost bad for Matt Ryan because he like, came in. He's like, you know, we want you to come in, run the offense, be smart with the ball. We're going to run through Jonathan Taylor. It's cool. Yep. And then it's like, no, 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 you're just going to – you're out there win games. Vintage take, Matt Ryan. Tell yourself you're 25. You'll be fine. Yep. He did throw up 58 times. I'm That's sure his oh shoulder gosh. is killing him today. Yeah, he's got to be hurting bad mm-hmm. that's ridiculous but yeah i mean good win and uh, kudos to trevor lawrence I, I want trevor lawrence to play well and i think he did play well um he, he actually was 20 for 22 yeah he played yeah. well he even had an opportunity at the end to uh win the game and he went down and drove and got a touchdown mm-hmm. he actually did it mm-hmm. and then the defense couldn't hold so that's that's the one thing i always say is i think great quarterbacks are made on those fourth quarter drives mm-hmm. and every time i've watched trevor lawrence do it He's failed almost every time. And this is the one time I'm like, wow, my, he drove down. He got it. He did it. And then the defense couldn't hold up. So kudos to him. Yeah. I mean, we want to see him do well. Jacksonville had a moment earlier this season where we really thought they were turning a corner and they've struggled. Yeah, they have. Um, but, you know, I, Trevor Lawrence is only in the second year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I think they're just everyone's hard on him. And I think I yeah. am too because – you understand he played through three full years in college, mm-hmm. so he has more experience. Most quarterbacks get two full seasons in college, yeah. and none of that they might if they play in one national championship game, like they're lucky. And he came with all his experience, all his national championship experience, his leadership experience. I guess you just expect so much out of him. Yeah, I mean, I think he was the highest rated quarterback since Andrew Luck. Yeah, he was. And obviously, you go 
when you're drafted number one all, overall, you're not going to a good team. No, no, you're not. So it takes a couple years, right? And you know, you have Burrow who turned it around in two years in Cincinnati, which is great. It's not typical. Yeah, it's just not going to happen every time. No. So yeah, that was uh, it was actually a good game, but again, you, mm-hmm. you have the you look at it from my point of view. You have a three and two Colts, three sorry, three two and one Colts. Right. So like they're playing okay. But Jacksonville is, you know, struggling, and I just – I love it. Like I said, I love it. I'd watch them love it, beat each other up, and then Titans <laughs> just sit there and win, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, jumping down to the Vikings and the Dolphins. So, this was an interesting game. Such a weird game. It is because, like, yes, like Kirk Cousins and then played well. Jefferson had his, of course, his 100 yards. Vikings won 24-16. But, I mean, you're dealing with, like, a backup quarterback, and it wasn't even, like, a blowout game, and, like – I still haven't put my thumb on the Vikings yet. Like they're playing yeah. amazing, don't get me wrong, but it's not like the Bills amazing or the Chiefs amazing or like it's not that. It's like, oh, they're winning football games, but and that was a bridge bottle that offense. Like that shouldn't have been that close, I don't think. Yeah, which the weird thing with the Dolphins, they started Thompson and then Bridgewater came in. So I don't know if he had like a time frame for coming back from the concussion that mm-hmm. the eye in the sky found last week. Yeah. Or if they just weren't planning on playing him and then Thompson got hurt. I'm not really sure. But Bridgewater finished the game out. He had a good game. I mean, he had a couple of picks, but yeah. had a lot of yards, a couple of touchdowns. Um, but yeah, like you said, Minnesota should have dominated this game and they didn't. I mean, they won by one score. And it's this weird thing where they have weeks where their offense is really good, mm-hmm. and they have weeks where their offense is really bad. Like they got blown out by Philadelphia. Yeah. Which obviously it's Philadelphia, a little different. But like Kirk Cousins should be having two or three touchdowns a game. Oh yeah, he should. He's been paid As, like it. For yeah, sure. especially with those weapons. Yeah. And Dalvin Cook, theoretically, is one of the better running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. And you know he has his moments. Obviously, Justin Jefferson is amazing. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, it's one of those teams where it's they they kind of do just enough, and they're in a division that is down this year, so they're probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I just like you said, it's hard to put your finger on it. They don't seem like a great team, but they only have one loss. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like on paper, they're dominating. I think even for Philly, like Philly played Dallas uh, Sunday night. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the game. Like, if you can go in and take down Dallas, mm-hmm. I think now you are. I mean, you're five and zero, so that's different. But there's 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 like five and zero, and I was like, oh, we won five games, but you know, not dominant performance. But they beat the crap out of Dallas, and that's their number one challenger, I think, in the East, NFC yep. East. And they they beat them. They they beat them by what ten or something. Yeah, and nine they, or ten. They yeah. really control the end of that game. So I, I think Philly is legit. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting. You're going to have to eventually go through Philly if you're the Vikings. So you better step it up. Yep. Because now they have the tiebreaker. Now, like, if you're going to, if you're going to first round bye, you're going to have to hope Philly loses. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're probably going to have to go through them in the playoffs. Yep. Or hope to goodness someone else beats them. Exactly. But can we talk about is Tyreek Hill better in Miami? Because <laughs> think about it like this he's got three different quarterbacks thrown to him. He is leading the league with 701 yards. There's six games. I think he, I mean, Jalen Waddle is great. I think Tyreek Hill is the bona fide number one option in that offense. Yep. Where in KC, it could have been him or Kelsey any given week. Yeah, that's true. And so everybody knows it's going to Tyreek Hill. And he's still getting open and making those catches, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I just think he's more of a focal point in this offense than he was in KC. Yeah, he had 12 catches, 177 yards. Yeah. But here's the other fun fact. Waddle is number five in yards. That's crazy. Is at a, And again, you're, you're talking about Tua, who's been bashed for years now. Mm-hmm. You have Bridgewater, who's a journeyman. And then whoever, you Thompson, you said at quarterback, the third stringer. Yeah, Skyler Thompson. Like, you have all three of these quarterbacks. Tua's been out for two weeks now. So you, I mean, and they're still putting up these numbers. Yeah, I mean, it is crazy. And it's, <laughs> I mean... Their leading rusher had 49 yards. Yeah. So, and the other thing, I don't know who Miami's third receiver is. Mm. Yeah. Gaskin? I mean, Gaskin. I would say yeah. stat-wise probably yeah. I'm the tight end. 
But oh, Gasicki. Gasicki. Yeah. Did I say? I'm sorry, I was thinking Gaston. <laughs> who's the Who's the fairest tight end of all? <laughs> Gaston is the best tight end in the league. <laughs> Gasicki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so like want to call him Gaston. Honestly, <laughs> my favorite Disney villain of all time. Yeah. So I just think they they staked all of their offense on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and. It is working. I mean, kind, it is. kind of the Chiefs, kind of. like Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire when to Hill was there, like he was. They never really had a strong run game. Right. It was Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think like Michael Hardman and those other guys were more a part of the offense than anybody else in Miami is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but good kudos to T. Hill. He's uh, oh yeah, tearing man. it up. Yeah, and Waddle, good for him too. So this next game, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with the Giants. They're confusing me. It's weird. It actually makes me feel better every game. It's like watching college. Anyway, the Gi- <laughs> I'll explain that in a second. Giants, okay. Giants 24, Ravens 20. So here's my logic. The Titans have two losses, the mm-hmm. Bills and the Giants. That's not the worst pedigree to have. You know no. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, those are two losses. And at first I'm like, the Giants, the Giants. I'm like, yeah, they're 5-1. and one. They're in second place. Like, eh, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> hard to – Hard to get too upset about that. You know, we came in probably underestimating them like the rest of America did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the Giants pulled this off. I mean, that that Giants defense is is legit. Uh, Saquon Barkley is also, I mean, he had a less of an impressive game, but still a good game this week. But I think even Daniel, I hate saying it, Daniel Jones had a good game. He did. He did. He did. He, did. he had a great game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still don't think it's enough for me because the way I look at it is you have to look at it from – a contract point of view, is this a guy you're going to give two, three hundred million dollars to? I don't think so because you're hoping you're leaning on Saquon so heavily, and your defense like that's not the guy. Do you have to pay him that much though? I mean, it's a going rate for a quarterback. I mean, I, he, more than likely, if he keeps this up or he plays okay, he'll get tagged. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sign him. It's like Kirk Cousins and. Uh, when he played for the uh, almost had uh, Redskins commanders, right? Uh, like, it's like, Oh, you're playing, you're doing well, but I don't know if you're, I'm going to tag you three times. Yeah, that's true. Or twice or whatever it was, but I, I just don't think he'll get a contract. I wouldn't sign him. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't give him a big contract like that. I would give him like a year or two yeah. and be like, you need to show us something. Yeah. And if you do, we'll give you a three or four year contract Yeah, absolutely. and you'll get 30, 40 million a year, whatever it is. Now he does that six more times. He's probably getting a contract. I mean, yeah, that's that's a, if you can do that every week, two touchdowns and no turnovers and you have a good running game and a defense, they're going to win that dang division. Yeah. Get close to it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that division is oddly strong this year. Yeah. It's weird. (laughs) They're the ones produced like, I mean, was it, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like two or three years ago when Wentz was still at the Eagles, they produced a a under 500 playoff team. Division winner under 500. Classic. It's crazy. But this was another game for Baltimore where they gave up a lead in the fourth quarter. And that's um, – you know, Classic Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, they were up 20-10 to 10 in the fourth and then gave up two touchdowns to the Giants. And it, it's this – we kind of alluded to it last week where um, you have these teams – like the Raiders are one that pops to mind where they've had – they've given up these fourth quarter leads fairly consistently. Yeah. Um, and it kind of – gets into the mind of the players where it's this like, oh, here we go again type of thing. Yeah. And it looked like Lamar was going to lead them out of it, out of it, and then he threw a pick in the fourth. Yeah. And gave the Giants an opportunity to come back, and that's what they did. And he had that terrible fumble where he mm-hmm. just – it just like – he didn't even get hit hard. The ball just – it's like he was playing loose with the ball mm-hmm. in one hand. They just boop, and it yeah. just fell right out, and they dove on it. Yeah, and I didn't know too much about Kayvon Thibodeau coming out of college, but he – was wreaking havoc on Lamar. Yeah. Like that was and that's not easy to do. No. If that guy looks one way, he runs like thirty miles an hour. The other like I mean he's so fast and right. agile, like it's hard to but when people get sacks on him, I think it's very impressive. So yeah, kudos. I mean Lamar, like I said, Kenyon Drake, hold on, hold on. He's averaging what, 10, 10.9 yards a carry? Yeah, he had a big game. Oh my god, he ran the ball ten times for 120 yards. That's ridiculous. I mean, Saquon had 22 carries for 83 yards. Yeah. Good job. I mean, you know, the funny thing about Kenyon Drake, he was on Miami. He was. And they're, he running, was. they're running this weird offense by like five different running backs. And I, I understand it's like a team when they have bad quarterbacks. Like, we're going to have some quarterback competition. No, you're not. 
you, you have two bad quarterbacks. I mean, I would say Seattle is in that situation with Drew Locke and Geno, but boy, would I be wrong. Right. But that's a typical situation. We're going to see who wins. We, no one wins because it doesn't matter who starts, you're going to do terrible. So that was a terrible pass. <laughs> so we're on the Monday Night Football game. It's in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's yeah. Russell Got a little distracted. Yeah, that was, that was very strange right there. Um, so, yeah, jumping down. So this is the game we kind of alluded to, but Steelers, the Steelers with Mitch Trubisky beat the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers. And the funny thing about that is pick uh, – Pick a fence. Yeah, pick a fence, gets the first team reps all week. He goes out relatively early. Mm-hmm. And then – so, like, Mitch is not prepared. He hasn't had the first team reps, and he comes in, he beats you anyway. Yep. What a sad storyline if you're Buccaneers. She's <laughs> <laughs> old Pete's. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with the Tampa Bay offense. Like, they're giving the ball to Fournette a lot, which maybe they're trying to take some of the pressure off of Brady, but Fournette's not running it efficiently. And then you end up with Brady still, like, they get down, and so Brady's still throwing it 40 times, Yep, which is crazy for a 45-year-old quarterback. It is. The fact that he's standing out there is impressive, let alone he's right. thrown it that many times. Exactly. And he's got Godwin back. He's got Evans in there. Um it's just, I don't know what's going on with that offense. It's so weird. Like, the Steelers' defense has been struggling. Yeah, they've been okay. Yeah, and then they come in and shut down Brady and Tampa Bay with all these weapons. And it's not like Pittsburgh, you know, really controlled the ball on offense. Like, Najee Harris didn't have a good game. No, not at all. But somehow they won. And it's just this weird, like, like we were talking about with the Packers. Like, I just don't understand what's going on with these Hall of Fame quarterbacks and their teams. I don't know. And it's 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 too you're getting too deep in the season to be like R E A R E L A X relax. Like it's a fine no, it's not fine. Like you right. are not in first place. You are down multiple games. I mean the, the Buccaneers not as much, but like Aaron Rodgers is, he's down two games. Mm-hmm. Like that's not good. And it's you're gonna have to eventually play them too. So but the pro here's the problem. Bucket so like you said, Leonard Fournette got the ball twenty one times, sixty three yards. That is not good. You're averaging mm-hmm. three yards a carry. And then he gets six catches. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of usage. I mean, right. that, that, that is. On like eight targets, right? Uh, I didn't see that. It didn't tell me the target. Oh, no, it does tell me the targets. Just kidding. No, six targets. Oh, okay. He caught every ball. Caught every t- ball. Okay. Ran, and he also ran every ball. Right. So, like, I mean, I don't. He only had. Uh, he had White come in and he had four touches. But otherwise, it's, the entire offense is going through Fournette, which I think is a good running back, but. Brady is not, does not look right. No. I mean, you have Godwin and Evans on the outside, and they're two of the better receivers in the league. And your offense is running through an aging Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Like, I also don't – aging Leonard Fournette, given aging Tom Brady. And, and, and I know that and I'm, it might sound funny when I say it, but I'm serious. Like, Brady's about to go through a divorce. Like, yeah. you're 45. Your life's collapsing on one side. You can see yourself. I don't know if he's slowing down, but you're not playing well. It's probably but, not his first priority. No. Right. No, it's not. Like you have you have kids, you got a wife, and like you're going through this entire emotional thing. And then on top of that, you're struggling. And luckily you're in first place. So you're just like, oh, it's gotta beat these bad teams a few times and I'll win, but he's gotta get right. I mean, I, yeah. I think people don't they underestimate how much that third, like that that outside noise comes in and mm-hmm. actually affects your playing because it does. Every day you're going home to that, every day you're having a problem. So you need to get right. Yeah. So he absolutely does. He's gotta go out with a bang, not a not a missing the playoff due to the Falcons. <laughs> right. That would be, actually that'd be really funny to be honest. He's won enough. <laughs> so, ooh, interception Broncos, and there he goes. Oh my gosh, and he fumbled again. Oh, they fumbled again. She's <laughs> old. Anarchy. Sorry, I'll jump in while Tim's crying. So, uh, next game we're jumping to is the LA Rams versus the Panthers. So, the Rams did pull this game off. I still think they look really bad. Uh, now Cam Akers is on the trade block, so he's going somewhere. I don't know how much you're yeah. getting out of him. What is going on with that? I don't know. I guess he's just being – I mean, from the one side we see, um, you know, he's being lazy. And he wasn't running hard, and maybe maybe he's being – I don't know what it is, or maybe he's butt hurt that Henderson's getting some touches and he's upset about it. I, I don't know. I just know he's definitely on the trade block. Yep. So actually, and Christian McCaffrey's on the trade block. I mean, McCaffrey for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. McCaffrey's just, you know, the Panthers are done. Mm-hmm. You know, Baker tore ligament. Darnold is Darnold. P.J. Walker's your starting quarterback for the next probably week. I mean, it's rebuild time. It's yeah. full rebuild time. Yeah. So. But, yeah, like you said, the Rams, they won, but it wasn't 
convincing. Like no. you're you're playing a third string quarterback mm-hmm. on an offense that is not very good. Yep. And it was not a clean I mean, they won by two scores, but it did not feel like it. No. I mean Stafford threw a pick six mm-hmm. to the Panthers defense. Mm-hmm. And I mean I don't I don't I don't get it. But your guy Allen Robinson got a touchdown. Did you see Forget that? Allen Robinson. I cut him. <laughs> He's worthless to me. I literally am sitting there watching the game. I'm just mad. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous. Like, you didn't do anything for five weeks. Mm-hmm. Five weeks you did nothing, and all of a sudden you just had to show up. But I'm, I'm laughing because I'm like, I know what will happen, though. I'm like, you're back, buddy. Come on. And he's yeah. going to suck the next three weeks. I'm <laughs> oh, going to yeah. be angry. Absolutely. Somebody's no. going to pick him up. Oh, someone will. He's dead yeah. to me, though. I'm not <laughs> No, but if McCaffrey's ser- serious, no. Like McCa- the Bills need to trade for, for Christian McCaffrey. I don't know why it hasn't happened. Oh my gosh! What would they have to give up to get him, though? Uh, probably a, probably a second round pick at least. Mm-hmm. I, I'd do it. I mean, if you I get would think w- more, you think more than a second round pick? Yeah, I don't know. With these, or it, it would have to be a Carson Wentz type of deal where, like, you know what? I'll give you a second round pick if he if he plays seventy five percent of the snaps. You know, from non injury, then mm-hmm. I will. You'll get, it'll become a first rounder. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if it gets you Super Bowl, who cares? That's the thing. It's like it's like McVeigh gave up. They don't. Even, I don't know if they have draft picks for the next seven years. <laughs> right. But they won, and that's it. That's all anyone's going to talk about. Now, if McVeigh lost to the Bengals, not only would I be very happy, but there'd be all kinds of questions. Like you traded away your future. You didn't win this. You, you traded for Stafford. That you didn't get that. Like, but he wins, so it all goes away. That's true. That's true. So if I'm Buffalo, because you're going to have to. I mean, I'm I'm touting here a little bit, but you're going to have to beat the Titans, which the Bills beat up on them once, which I just don't think it's going to happen again like that. You're going to have to beat the Chiefs again. Like, you have these AFC teams that are going to be a handful, and based on this game, it looks like Russell's starting to at least feel a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're going to have five or six like teams you're going to have to that are going to be good you're going to have to beat. So I'll take every weapon I can get my hands on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're on the phone Yeah, uh, seeing what the, the price tag is. But I, I don't know. I just – that seems like a stretch for me. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, someone will trade for him, though. That's, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Someone will, like maybe the Cardinals or somebody that is, I don't know. Someone's going to trade for him. I don't know why they wouldn't. I think it'd be great. Heck, I'll take the Titans to trade for him. He can back up Henry, and I'll yeah. have be an amazing third down back. That would be crazy. <laughs> I would be so excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the other storyline with this game, did you see uh, Robbie Anderson? Yeah, Steve is Steve Wilkes the interim yeah. for Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting in the shouting match with him and yeah, sending him so off. Not only did he get thrown out of the game, he got traded 24 hours later to the Cardinals. Oh, he got traded. He went to the Cardinals for a sixth and seventh round pick. Oh, I missed that. Like within 24 hours of the fight, like I think wow. it was like I think I woke up this morning and he was gone. That's crazy. Yeah, I think he was very upset with what, the interview I saw. He was very upset that Matt Rule. Got can even though he definitely I'm surprised he, he made it. it through this season, and and I think he I think maybe him and I had a good relationship, but yeah that so he's gone. Well, it's because Marquise Brown's probably hasn't. So the storyline is Marquise Brown should be having season ending ending foot surgery probably the next couple of days, mm-hmm. so they needed a replacement. Right until D Hopkins. I mean, you still have AJ. I mean, AJ Green cannot be your lead receiver. I think Hopkins is back this coming week. Is he? Well, I that's good so. timing. Then. Yeah. Now they got Anderson, so they still have three pretty good receivers. I mean, Hopkins right. is. I don't. I haven't. I haven't seen him play. Yeah. So who, knows? who knows? I, where I don't he's know at. what you're going to get. I mean, you're going to have fresh legs, that's for sure. But I'm yeah. still. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. But speaking um, of the Cardinals. Yeah, that's a great segue. Thank right, you. Write that down. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cardinals Seahawks. Man, those Hawks are looking good. Geno Smith. Yeah, Hawks nineteen, Cards nine, nine. Kyler Murray looks terrible, right? You just want to say that. I did. I've yeah. been, yeah, but he did. He does. He does. He, he, he did rush for 100 yards. That's, oh, no, 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 no. He's a phenomenal athlete. I will take nothing away from that man. He, I've, him and Lamar are on their own playing field. I mean, like Jalen Hurst runs through people, but they run around them and they're so, they're so fast and talented. Mm-hmm. He can't throw. He's terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're here to ground me because I get a little crazy, but I'm telling you, he's he's not. You see it. He's not playing well. I mean, he. You're right. He did not play well this game. No. Um. You know, I, I like to look at the QBR. Okay. And it's at twenty one point nine, which is out of, out of a hundred guys. It's it's not good. Mo- more than failing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not doing very well. It's pretty bad. Average is like fifty or sixty, I believe. So. Jeez. Yeah, he had a tough game. Uh, he's not having a great year overall. 
but I, it's one of those things where he, it's like the Justin Fields thing where you have an athletic quarterback who is his tendency is to rely on his legs, which mm-hmm. Kyler did this, this game. And when you don't have weapons to throw to, like you were saying, Marquise Brown is hurt. Um, AJ green is not the AJ green. No. From the Bengals. Mm-mm. Uh, he has Zach, Her- Zach Ertz, which is great. Um, but that's about it. Like, yeah. And they don't have a, a great running game. You know, no. it's, it's just this thing where your offense does, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. And I, I'm not trying to make excuses for him cause he did play poorly. Uh, and great quarterbacks tend to make it work. They either, find a way. Either way. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things where I think when he gets Hopkins back, he'll play better because he'll have a top 10 receiver to throw to. The, here's a here's a crazy stat. So Kyler Murray has six touchdowns on the year uh, passing. He's tied with – he's one ahead of Joe Flacco, <laughs> and he's tied with Stafford, Tannehill, Mariota, and Bursette for touchdowns. It's yeah. not like, and I love my boy Tannehill, but he's not, he's good. But right. He's not great. Right. And Garoppolo and Bursette. And I just like, that's in the yardage. He's 12th or 13th in yardage in the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to look at rushing yards and it'd be different. And the money you're paying him, you're expecting better results. Yeah. He signed a sure. mega, he literally for signed sure. a mega deal. You know, I think that that's what frustrates me is like, he yeah. signed this big deal. Everyone gave him crap and he, you know, he's not studying. He's not, I don't, I don't know. It upsets me. It upsets me. But yeah, I've, that's enough about Kyler. Right. He haunts my dreams. Seahawks. Kenneth Walker. Dude, that was my first success this year on a pickup. I picked him up because I'm in last place and I get all the waiver claims <laughs> I want. And I picked him up and I put I, I benched Mixon and I put Kenneth Walker in. And I think they scored about the same. But the point is I picked him up and he was a free agent, which means he'll be a keeper next year. So if I hold on to him long enough, he's mine. There you go. Yes, very exciting. He looked great. Yes, he did. He, um, Michigan State guy, I remember watching him. I think it was the Michigan State-Penn State game last year, and he had like five or six touchdowns. Yeah, like he's just a monster. He's good. Um, he's going to be great. Uh, Geno Smith had, you know, a very pedestrian line. Yeah. Didn't make any mistakes, but didn't make any crazy plays. Uh, he did have some runs that were solid. Uh it was mainly the defense. Oh yeah, they just shut him down. Like when you can contain Kyler Murray, which I mean, he ran for a hundred yards, but he didn't throw for anything. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and he didn't run for any touchdowns. So yeah, and actually, the play that I remember now that I'm talking about it, Kobe Bryant, UC product, I go Bearcats, go Bearcats. Uh, forced a fumble. Kyler Murray was running, and Kobe Bryant tackled him and forced a fumble, and Seattle recovered it. Um. And then, so the Seahawks, I'm bouncing around a little bit. So Kobe Bryant had that forced fumble, and then I think Tariq Woolen was the one who recovered it. And Tariq Woolen also had a pick later in the game, I believe. Yeah, it was like him and Richard Sherman are the only uh, Seahawks or like, to have four yeah. interceptions in their first, like, six games. Or yeah, some he's got stat four, like that. and he's a rookie. Yeah. Like, he is playing phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that defense looked really good. Shows you what a couple extra draft picks will do for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do they get those? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Definitely won the Broncos, that's for sure. Yeah, and I think they have one next year too. So, yeah, See, I, I told Nicole, though, I mean, this is they're doing better than I thought now. But I'm going to give it one more year. Especially if Geno's not the guy, now you can go out and get a young – you can go in mm-hmm. and get a C.J. Stroud or something when they go through the draft. And now you pair that with Metcalf and Lockett, you're you're in for a treat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Big time. When you, Gina's not the long-term answer. No. I mean, Metcalf and Lockett, like, you barely even saw Lockett for most of the game. Yeah. And if you get a, a big-time quarterback throwing to them, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, so, you did beat me in this one. So, Bills, Chiefs, it was a good game. I guess, I mean, a 24-20, it was 24-20 uh, Bills. I guess I expected more. I expected a yeah. shootout, and it was like a defensive struggle. They both threw, like, back-to-back interceptions, like trying to force the ball into the end zone, and it was it was a struggle. Yeah. I mean, the Bills' defense was getting after Patrick Mahomes. Von Miller had two sacks. Um, He's only playing like half the snaps, too. They yeah. said they're keeping him on like a 30% snap count. Yeah. I mean, keep him fresh. You know you're going to playoffs, and he's – like he won the Broncos the Super Bowl against yeah. the Panthers. Like keep him fresh. Yep. 
and just let them wreak havoc in January and February. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, I, I was expecting a bigger shootout in this game. Uh, but Buffalo, you know, it was Josh Allen <laughs> having 300 yards passing, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Great game. Uh, Singletary actually had a good game. Uh, so yeah, they, did. they had some rushing yards along with Josh Allen thrown for all those yards. And then just like I was saying with the Chiefs, when you – there aren't a lot of ways to stop Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. But any quarterback that you get uncomfortable, mm-hmm. he's going to make mistakes. And so he threw a couple of picks. Um, and, you know, Juju had a big game. Kelsey had a big game. But they limited the points. Yep. And that was really what it was. And Josh Allen got this big win against Kansas City. Now they have this big tiebreaker against them. Yeah, they're not playing again. So. No. Like, That's it. Like I was saying before, when we made the picks, I think this, this was a huge game for Josh Allen in his mind Yeah, to get past that hurdle of what happened in the playoffs last year. And now, just down the line, it's probably going to be these two fighting for the one seed. Yep. And if they end up in a tie, Buffalo has that tiebreaker, and you're going through Buffalo instead of going to KC. And that Bills Mafia – We'll be going nuts. But not only that, but the weather. Like, Kansas City is no warm place to be. But going to upstate New York in January, not an ideal vacation. No. Unless, of course, you ski. Then you'll be fine. Otherwise, (laughs) you're going to be in some deep trouble up there. Uh, Yeah, they said Mahomes. So, they said the Bills historically don't actually blitz Mahomes all the times they've played. And they Mm. blitzed them more last night. Mahomes more last night than they ever did. And I think that played into what you said. Like, he got very uncomfortable yeah, he, I mean, no quarterback likes pressure, but I've seen the times that Mahomes have gotten beaten bad, like that last interception he threw was so ugly. He was putting, they was getting pressure put on him like a lot. Yep. It, that's what the uh, Buccaneers did in the Super Bowl. They put so much pressure on him, he just couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, kudos to the Chiefs, but yeah, Von Miller, I mean, he just it blows. Like the the Broncos trade him away, like he's trash, mm-hmm. trying to get draft picks to load up. He goes and just dominates in L.A. He's like, you know what? I'm 30. What is he, 32, 33? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go get another 60 mil over here to the number one Super Bowl contender yeah, in the well, AFC. Let me, know, let me go get another Super Bowl ring, yeah. and then I'm going to go. Yeah, I mean, would he be I – wonder, I wonder how many players have three Super Bowl rings with three different teams. Ooh, that's a good question. Brady has two. Yep. Shannon Sharp has two, I believe. One with the Broncos, one with the Ravens. Yeah, Peyton has two. Peyton has two. But, again, like there's two teams, two teams, two teams. Right. Like. Could he actually? I'm I'm sure there's somebody out there, like some like third stringer or something like that. But like, no big time player has that. It's never happened. So maybe Von Miller be the first person to do it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, take that ESPN. (laughs) Didn't have that fun fact on the TV, did you? (laughs) Uh, And we'll finish up. Actually, not finish up, but finish up with the completed games with the Eagles and Cowboys. This was actually it was ugly, and then it got good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then it got I wouldn't call it ugly, but then it it was over. Uh, but the Eagles take the game twenty six to seventeen. Uh, going into half, it was zero to twenty. It was ugly, mm-hmm. and then they came flying back. Ezekiel Elliott actually had a really, really good game. Um, I mean, thirteen carries, eighty one yards, and a touchdown. AJ Brown is also I. That might be the best off season acquisition that I've seen so far. He has been tearing it up. He is doing so well. I think he's even a top five uh, receiver as far as stats right now, too. I mean, he just – he catches the ball, and then he just runs over the defense. And right. it, it just – it's so impressive. And all of them are coming across the middle. These are not deep balls being thrown. He's doing the same thing he did in Tennessee. He catches them short and then takes off. Yeah. So he's sixth in the NFL in yards. And then he is – he's light on touchdowns. He's only has two. But they're they're also a rushing team. But yeah, I mean, I just yeah. he, he's he, it's like he left Tennessee and just never missed a beat. He just kept off where he was going, or he left off where he you know left off. Right. <laughs> I mean, they were talking about it in the broadcast where, so with the Cowboys, you have Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs to worry about, mm-hmm. and it seemed like for the most part Trayvon Diggs was shadowing Devontae Smith. Um, but what the Eagles were doing was. Jalen Hurts would run this read option where A.J. Brown would come in motion and he would read Micah Parsons. They would not block Micah Parsons. Mm -hmm. And depending on where Micah would go, either to Jalen or to A.J., that's how they would run the play. Yeah. And there were so many times where he would dive towards Hurts and he he would just dump it off to A.J. Brown and he would run for 15, 20 yards. Like just bowling over guys. 
I did see that uh, when uh, I caught the second half. Yeah, they were they literally they were circling Parsons. They're like, look, look at his RPO. Mm-hmm. He's just waiting to see what Parsons does. And the one time Parsons, uh, he like hesitated, then he came and he just like jumped it off to Goddard. Yeah, and it was like a ten yard completion because like Parsons had to pick. Right, and there was no one back to help him. Yeah, I mean that Eagles offense is scary. Yes, like with Hertz playing as well as he is, you you have to be aware of him running because he can get six, seven yards each time. Mm. And the second you start trying to play the run on him, he can just dump it off. Yeah, and they have he's so, accurate right now. Yeah, yeah, and they have so many playmakers that they can just get yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah, I don't know how you beat them, honestly. I, 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 it's, I don't know because he's, he's not turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. He's rushing. He's doing so well. They're, the, like you said, the receivers are amazing. The defense is holding up. I, I don't know how you beat them. Yeah, it's nothing conventional, that's for sure. No, this is not a Mahomes we're worried about. This is Jalen Hurts is probably the closest thing to, like, I would say Jalen Hurts, Lamar, and Josh Allen are in the same category now. Now I believe, um, oh my gosh, Josh Allen is above the other two. Yeah, and Hurts runs different than Lamar, but I just I don't know how you beat him. No, I I, I mean, could you maybe they need to trade for McCaffrey? I mean, Miles Sanders, yeah, he hasn't been good forever until, until like this year. But you maybe put put McCaffrey back there, put a Kareem Hunt back there, and see what happens. Dude, that'd be scary. That would, I would be so angry if I was in the NFC because <laughs> you're going through Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Also, again, cold city. Don't want to play football there in January, but you're probably going to end up going through there. Right. Uh, and then on the flip side with the Cowboys, Cooper Rush, you know, finally threw some picks. Like he. This was the first game where he actually threw an interception this year. Yeah. And he threw three of them, unfortunately. Uh, the last one, I, you know, they were trying to catch up, and he was trying to make a play. But the first two, I, I think he had two in the first half. And they were just bad throws. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, Philadelphia's pass rush was getting after him. Uh, and he just – he didn't he didn't look comfortable, like we were saying with Mahomes. Yeah. And – it kind of ended that debate that we were having, in my mind, between Dak and Cooper Rush. I would, again, based on the year stats, I would, I would disagree with you on the year stats because Dak just had such a. I mean, he had like three points in fantasy week one versus a good Buccaneers defense. Yeah. But yeah, Cooper Rush, I think, proved if you're gonna force, if you're gonna force him to throw, you're probably gonna win. Right. And I think that's exactly what they ran really well. But then the end, like you're down two scores, you have to throw the ball. And at that point, you know, how many can you actually put on them? Because you're mm-hmm. asking him, like, it's not like you can do the check down. It, you, you have to throw the ball now. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, I would even, I would say he threw probably one really bad interception. The other two were from force, force throws. Yeah. I mean, it, it's what they have been relying on. It. It's what we were talking about with the Browns um, and the Jets for that matter they were relying on their defense in the running game mm-hmm. and their defense, uh, you know, came up against this buzzsaw of an offense in the Eagles and just got down early. Yeah. And it forced the Cowboys to play a passing offense and they Cooper rushes. I think that was the first time he's had to really do that this year. Yeah. And he struggled. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Dak will probably be, I'm assuming now based on that, probably back next week, I think he's gotten plenty of time to heal up. I mean, I thought he'd be out for longer than that, but yeah. Cooper, Cooper's definitely going to – someone's going to pay him to either – some desperate team will pay him to quarterback yes. or someone like a, who's having injury trouble. Um, like I could see like a Bengals picking him up as a backup or someone's going to pay him as a very high-level backup to come in on a good team. Like, okay, if I put something around you, you can function and you will win us. 50% of our ball games. Oh, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to put, you know, I'll pay you 10 million just to sit behind somebody. Oh yeah. He definitely earned a lot of money in these five games that he's played. Yes. Like I said, sure. someone will pay him. And the Monday night game has officially ended. Tim, take it away. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, so the Chargers beat the Broncos 1916. Uh, it was another just wonderful game by the Broncos. Um, yeah. So, the just to recap it, the Broncos had a great first quarter. They were up ten to nothing. Russell Wilson was ten for ten, had like a hundred and some yards. Um, and then they just their offense fell asleep. Uh, 
and the Chargers did enough to come back and tie the game up and went to overtime. And then in overtime, neither offense looked good. No. Uh, basically what happened is Denver was – or the Chargers were punting and the Denver returner got hit trying to catch the ball uh, by his own guy and fumbled it. And the Chargers recovered it on the 30, moved it what, five yards, yards down yeah, the field nothing. so that their kicker who hurt his leg earlier in the game could come out and kick. And he drilled it, and they won. Yeah, this guy's working. The kicker's working off like one hamstring right now, and he he went what three for three, four for four, four for four. Yeah, he just yeah. didn't miss, and he literally collapsed to the ground after every kick because yeah. um, he's got a pulled hamstring. Uh, I mean, it was that part was impressive. The fact that he's out there because they their only their backup kicker what kicked four field goals at Alabama, and he was one for four. Right, <laughs> but he was like ten for ten with extra points. But the extra point in the NFL and college is not different. So mm-hmm. you're looking at like a thirty yard, thirty five yard field goal as an extra point in the NFL, whereas in college you're looking at like a seventeen yard field goal. Yeah. So it's very different. But yeah, Russell Wilson actually looked good. Herbert didn't have a touchdown pass. That's so strange. That is super weird. Yeah, I mean, usually he he's due for some stats, but yeah, Eckler did not run very well. I mean, it was just a weird offensive game. I mean, when you're, Latavius Murray led the Broncos in rushing, right? Like, I don't know what happened to Melvin Gordon, but he was not out there. They have been not playing him down the stretch in games. He's fumbled the ball a lot, and I don't know if they're trying to send a message to him. Like he's a veteran; he he knows not to fumble the ball. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why they've been keeping him out. I don't think Latavius Murray is more talented than him by any means. No, well, I don't think so either. But he only ran the ball three times, so I don't know. He must be injured then. Yeah. I mean, I know Murray played well, but I mean, he got, what, 15 touches? That, that should have been more than that. Right. Um. But, yeah, I mean, the Broncos' offense just is bad. I yep. mean, Troy Aikman was talking about it in overtime where uh, – you have a running game that's inconsistent. You have an offensive line that's in, like, aside from everything going on with Russell Wilson, running game inconsistent, offensive line inconsistent, dealing with injuries, and the receivers are just not winning routes. And it showed because there was no receiver on the Broncos with more than three catches. Yeah, that's 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 a weird stat. Yeah, and you have their defense, which held Herbert without a touchdown pass. Charged to 19 points in overtime. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Something else the defense can do. Right. Like they, they get up put points up. Yeah. Like it, it really does feel like that last season with Peyton Manning in Denver where the defense was controlling the game. They were scoring points. Like this defense, <laughs> they have to feel like, okay, we need a pick six or we need a fumble recovery mm-hmm. in the other team's territory or something in order to give the offense a chance to score. Like it's it's got to be frustrating. That's what Aikman even said. He said, I think the defense is probably out here. It was, the, it was their last drive thinking that they're going to have to be the ones to put the points up because yeah. the offense just is not moving the ball whatsoever. I mean, it's it, – <laughs> Pathetic. I, it is pathetic, and that that's, you know, maybe that's harsh. But, like, this Denver team, when you go out and spend as much as they did to get Russell Wilson in mm. picks and money, yep. like, this team needs to be better. This offense needs to be better. Like, they, ha- they have enough talent on the offense to be decent. Yeah. And they're just not. No, they're, they're bad. I mean, the, I think the real winner of this entire thing is Pete Carroll. <laughs> because I mean, I mean, what did, what in the heck did he see last year? And was like, yeah, you're done. Get out right. of here. Gino's our guy. Because the whole league laughed at him. I laughed at him. Mm-hmm. But he's over there just rocking draft picks, laughing. He, I think Gino's making like two point four million dollars. Yeah. And he's out. I mean, he's out playing Russell Wilson right now. And it's just, it's bad. It's hard. It's hard to watch. I mean, he he had flashes tonight though. Where yeah. He, he was running and throwing and. Uh, what was the fun stat line I had with the tight end? So there was a there was a bet on uh, oh, MGM, yeah. and yeah. the bet was Greg Dulcich. Yes, Greg Dulcich would have the first touchdown. It was plus forty two hundred. A guy bet four hundred and three dollars and won seventeen thousand dollars 
because that was the first because he was coming back off the IR. Right. Like he hasn't even played. Right. And this guy comes in and hits takes this beautiful pass from Russell in for a touchdown for the first score, and the guy won seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah. That's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you see flashes with the offense. Like Russell, like I said, Russell Wilson started the game ten for ten, and the Broncos were up ten nothing at the end of the first quarter, and then it, like at that point, it's not adjustments because no. they just went silent in the second quarter. Like I understand if your offense is humming, and then you go into halftime. And the other team makes adjustments, and you come out, and you're not able to do the same things you were doing. Yeah, but it's like they were flowing, and then something magic—I don't know—made them stop moving the ball. Yeah, I don't know what that was weird. Like it's just so bizarre, and it's so frustrating because you see these drives that Russell Wilson can put together, like vintage Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. and then he disappears. Yeah, I don't the whole know. Often disappears. Well, even that last pass he had, like to try to get down the field, it was a badly thrown jump ball that didn't mm-hmm. need to be like you'd even lead the receiver. Like you just you kind of threw it to a point and were yeah. like, here, try to catch it. Yeah, and their two possessions in overtime, they were both three and outs, and it was Latavius Murray runs on first and second down, and then an incomplete pass from Russell on third. Like, what? I don't know. I, it, it's, and the first bad. one, Latavius Murray got nine yards on first and second down. So it was a third and one. And then they gave it to Russell, and he makes this – like, he was under pressure a little bit. But he makes this weird throw into double coverage. And, like, it just – it doesn't make sense. Yeah. The the play calling doesn't make sense. The Russell Wilson's play doesn't make sense. Like, it just – it's yeah. very frustrating. Third and one, you go up the middle with Latavius Murray. Right. It's not like Russell's playing – out, out of this world, and you're like, no, give him the ball, give him the ball. Like, no, he's not cooking. Right. He's heating up stuff in the microwave right now. There's nothing <laughs> cooking about Russell yeah. right now. Microwave and some Hot Pockets. Yeah, exactly. Hot Pockets. <laughs> That's about what is happening. So, that Not was a, a sponsor. Not Definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> That'd be cool if they were, though. That would be. I would endorse that. Yeah. I would even teach you guys how to cook them properly so the cold isn't in the middle. There's really an art form to it. Do you have a process for cooking Hot Yeah, pockets? I have to give a shout-out to my, my buddy Clark who taught me that. He said – he was like, you got to cut it in the middle and then stick it into the sleeve and then put it in the microwave and it heats up evenly across the whole thing. That's a brilliant idea. I'm telling you, do it was once. Was he drunk when he did this? I mean, he might have been. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, mean, yeah. that's where all the great ideas come from in this world anyway. <laughs> right. You think anyone sober is thinking about like all these great ideas? No, 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 no. It's yeah. a 2 a.m. or after about five glasses of bourbon and the light bulb just goes right. off. And you either die doing what you're saying or it's genius and there's no middle ground. Gosh. Or they went off there there. But yeah, try it. Get a Hot Pocket. Try it. And you're gonna, it's going to blow your mind. Yeah. Hot Pocket sponsor us. Yeah, check us out. That'd be really cool. <laughs> uh, so that's it for week five, five, six. 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 This, is, this number's confusing. It's just a week of football. I don't know the numbers right. anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, check us out on Thursday morning, guys. We're going to do a pick'ems. Um, so I can I, I think I gained one on Tim this week. Gained one. Ooh, well, about four more weeks like that, I'll take the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check us out on Instagram, uh, Average Rose Podcast. Check us out. Leave a comment. Uh, easy way to access the episodes. DM us. Give us your feedback. Yes. Love feedback. I might yeah. not listen, but I do love it, and I appreciate <laughs> it. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. See you.